You are listening to Startup Story podcast. Hi and welcome to Startup Story Spotlight podcast, a series where we feature various early stage innovative founders and discuss about their business, its working and functioning. In today's episode of Spotlight, we have the founder of GTM, Mr. Soumya P, live with us. The go-to company market platform has a consumer-first approach that delivers end-to-end solution from inception to the end consumers. Hello, sir. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm great, sir. I'm great. So, um, I would like to start from knowing how the three of you, such seasoned professionals, Avik, sir, Soma, ma'am, and you, with 20 plus years of experience in the field of business, uh, came together and whose brainchild was the go-to-market company? Fine. So, this, this story goes back um, quite long. Uh, it goes back to, you know, I would say 20, uh, 2001, when we, uh, three of us, uh, me, Avik, and Soma, we used to work for a company called uh, Future Group, uh, which was then called as the Pantoons Company. And we were the we were the first people who started the Big Bazaar uh, hypermarket in Calcutta. So that's where our association started. However, we uh, did not bump into each other into multiple uh, you know organizations after that. But that relationship uh, still uh, you know went on well. In 2013, uh, me and Abhik, we thought of you know starting up uh, something of our own. We even spoke to a couple of brands because we were mostly into retail part of it by the time. We spoke to a couple of brands, everything happened. But the only thing is that, that you know, to be very honest, that 30th SMS that comes up to your mobile was actually stopping us or hindering us from moving ahead in that way. Uh, however, in 2019, uh, me and Abhik specifically, we thought that, you know, this is the year that we should actually plunge into into it right now, uh, not obviously knowing that, you know, is it the right time or wrong time, whatever. We thought that we have to do something and start up it right now because already we have, you know, wasted a couple of years by this time. But I think the, no more wasting anymore and look forward, look backward rather, we just thought of, you know, plunging into it. And then we started the organization in 2019 December. So you can obviously imagine uh, the time, a uh, couple of months later, uh, things moved into a different you know, dynamics, so the pandemic comes up. However, we started off with a very small scale of work where we were doing uh, a supply, uh, uh, business consulting for a brand called Pure Nutrition. Uh, it was primarily into the, the nutraceutical or the wellness category. And we were also do, starting up a small vendor flex operation for Amazon, wherein what happens is that you run these smaller uh, fulfillment centers for Amazon. So we were running such four fulfillment centers, very smaller ones, into the nutrition category, specific to the brands into nutrition category in four different places, Mumbai, Calcutta, Delhi, and uh, Bangalore. So that was a very small operation that we started. However, since we were into the space of supply chain, uh, e-commerce in that way, we uh, managed to sail through. So 1920 uh, financial year, we hardly got you know, roughly around three months to operate. We closed the year at a very small number of around 1.65 CR. However, 2021 uh, looked promising to us. We moved into full-fledged third-party logistics operations. We moved on to uh, more of a consulting bit there. And uh, that year was quite promising. And we ended up the year 2021 at around six, six and a half uh, CR of business. That was the time when we understood that, you know, we were doing multiple things and we should now sort of 
put this entire thing into one slate as to what we exactly doing and what are the vertical that we operate. That's where I'll share you the slide that we have our corporate deck. That one of the one of the you know vertical that we operate. So the first thing that we operate is a company called a business operation. Business operation meaning that we do strategic consulting for sports nutrition as well as general wellness brands. Thereby meaning that the brands, global brands, wanting to enter into India, where we help them to strategize their entire piece in terms of marketing, sales, supply chain, as well as do the financial bit as well. And we are also responsible to deliver their top line numbers. It is not just the GAN part of it, but we are also supposed the executors to execute into the market. So I'll take a brand by the name of Muscle Tech, which is from Canada. It was present in India. However, when we started, we approached them that how can we help them to, to grow better? And we finally ended up in getting the you know deal. And we uh, presented them a three-year horizon as to where we can take them to. So if I talk about the top line numbers for this year, roughly around 15 million. So that we are also responsible to deliver the top line numbers. In spite of uh, all the you know the, the pandemics and everything, we have been able to keep our promises, the numbers that we had then. They do not have an Indian entity, so we are also their HR partners in terms of the retail head, the supply chain head, the finance head, marketing head, all are on our payrolls in this way. Uh, also, what has happened is that since this is a, a sports nutrition category, the raw material is nothing but a whey. Whey is basically a byproduct of a cheese. And uh, basically, what uh, people use whey is they import U uh, the uh, whey from US, not from any other countries in that way, because the US whey is, 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 uh, is sweeter in taste, it has got a much creamier effect. But just before the pandemic, what had happened was that the, the cost of uh, whey or the raw material was going quite high. During the pandemic, the ocean bread went down obnoxiously high, resulting into our landing cost into India being quite high, and we were not able to you know compete with the with the, uh, the local brands as well. That was the time when we thought of moving the portfolio from US to getting it produced in India because in India there are a lot many co-manufacturers who are US FDA certified plants and can do this similar kind of work only thing is that we would be importing the raw material from us so doesn't make any difference in terms of this taste as well so finally we ended up doing that as well we moved our 95 percent of the portfolio to india and obviously we whatever whatever you know marketing uh, plans was they required in order to back up the production in india because obviously you say that you know when i see made in us versus made in india i think there is a difference. So in order to come out of that from the from the each and everyone's mind, we had to do a lot of marketing activities, a lot of brand trips to be created in order to get this you know thing better. So that is one part of the of the vertical that we run. Now coming to the major verticals of ours is is the third party logistics. Into third party logistics, we do warehousing, we do transportation. Warehousing in terms of B2B, B2C, D2C, E2E. Uh, uh, so we have got Pan-India presence, we have roughly today we operate around 1.2 million square feet of space at, across 16 cities. Now this list this, this comprises of your, um, uh, the, uh, the entire thing that I told you, B2B, B2C, B2C as well. We, uh, our, our strength lies in the e-commerce fulfillment as well and that's what we started off with and we do a lot of e-commerce, uh, you know, uh, fulfillment for various other brands. We do transportation, primarily full truck movements, and last mile deliveries for few customers, not for everyone. 
and the third vertical that we operate is the marketing since uh, uh, into marketing we primarily do the uh, performance marketing and digital marketing in terms of third part so if i have to say my entire business portfolio the contribution is like 20 to 25% of the business contribution comes from uh, the uh, first vertical which is the business operations roughly uh, 70% of our uh, turnover comes from the third party logistics including the warehousing and transportation and roughly a 10% 5-10% comes from the marketing which we have just started now in order to do the work in terms of third party logistics there are many players in the country and there are biggies of the world as well what we have uh, tried to do a bit different from others uh, so as to stand out is that we do more of a social listening now what do i mean by social listening is that when i being approached by an organization or if i receive if i approach an organization and i receive an rfq in that way it is not that i create a solution and you know give them a commercial offer finally it might get uh, close and then i start up the operation not that what i primarily try to understand is that what are the pain areas and i as a supply chain partner would be able to help them and add value to their business a small example uh, from one of the brands that we operate for by the name of homelane h o m e l a i n e they are primarily into home interiors They started from Bangalore around six years back old. So we started off with a very small uh, warehousing for them in Calcutta in February 2020, uh, with a small uh, warehouse of 2,000 square feet, a billing value of 70,000 rupees a month. Moving from there to roughly around 400,000 square feet of space to a billing value of roughly a crore. Now the reason how we moved on there was that initially when we started off, what happened was that we saw that since we were operating the spoke warehouse, the final feeder warehouse, the stock that comes in from the factory, from there it goes gets delivered to the customer's house. At the time of installation, they find that some of the materials, whether a hardware or a wooden panel or something, is missing. Because of which the installation is not getting completed, thereby moving on to a bad reputation. The the customer starts writing different things. Today's world, we are very open to the social media. They keep writing whatever they feel like, the bad you know impressions about it, or the experiences. Similarly, the worst part again is that they have a commitment with the customer that from the time of delivery to installation, it is forty five days. If they cannot do that, then they end up basically into you know uh, uh, paying off the penalty to the customer. The penalty is one part. The worst part is basically the ex- customer experience. Thereby, customer you know so so they they do not get further more business in that way. They were losing one in terms of the business. Secondly, in terms of giving away the penalty as well. So we as a supply chain partner thought that why don't we study their entire chain to see where there is a gap. Even though we were just doing one of the warehouses, we approached them to you know help to allow us to study that. But somewhere they uh, you know after a lot of deliberation, they allowed us to do that. We did a supply chain study. It did not entail a very big time taking for us because we first thought that at the first point, which is at the factory, what happened?
happens is the moment these stocks are produced, there is no confirmation between the bill of material versus what has got produced. Thereby, I at this packing stage do not know what is the difference. I just do keep packing. I move it up to the trucks, move it up, uh, finally move it on to the feeder warehouses. We pointed out that this is the problem and can we sort of devise something for you where you can try it out. I'm not saying you need to do it. You can try it out and see if it gives a result. We on our own uh, skill, what we did was that we actually created an Android based platform wherein we just were uploading the bomb from the organization and after it is getting produced, we're just tallying between the bomb and the produced material. There we found the problems was there. Till the time I don't get the final piece, this bomb doesn't get closed. So once we started off this process, this first leg got cleared. We scanned the product, moved it onto the trucks, moved to the final feeder warehouse. There also we scanned the product, unloaded them. Finally, going to the customer place, we scanned them and moved it. So the entire chain, nothing was based out. Resulting, they started getting better feedbacks. The, you know, because, because this is more of a word of a mouth that works out more into this space. So that started happening. They started getting more and more business. Their penalties were reduced, obviously. And more than the penalty, they started getting a good reviews in that way. And that's what basically helped us to penetrate more into the into the organization. And that's what is our you know strategy as well, Shubhagi, where we think that we want to go vertical on a particular customer rather than going too horizontal because the customer understands our capability we understand their requirements well and that you know marries very easily that way so that's why we, we started doing the same thing there and uh, the year as i told you 2021 was a year where quite promising we closed at six and a half year turnover 21 22 has been really really great for us in spite of covid in spite of the pandemics and the rather different disturbances we ended up very well in closing the year at a turnover of 16.85 CR. So, and uh, this year we intend to close at around 30, 32 CR is our, what we intend. And our final target for 2026 is 100. So that's basically has been our journey and this is the way we have been moving through. Uh, so that's how, you know, this, 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 is the, this is the way where we started, you know, uh, thinking about and starting our journey. In 2021, we, we started our global operations with uh, starting the sales and distribution in Dubai for this post nutrition and general wellness. This year, 2023, we're starting up with the warehousing also in Dubai as well. We started our operations in Canada in 2022, June. Uh, there, initially, we started off with the, with the uh, online space, helping offline retailers or the very, you know, uh, uh, retailers working in a very primitive way there in Canada, moving them, them to an online platform, an online space. We would also be starting off with the warehousing space because we see a lot of potential there uh, from this year, 2023 as well. So that's been our journey till now. Thank you so much. It's great to know how the entire journey has uh, panned out to you. And you. Um, the company, like you said, started in 2019 and it's been just three years and we've come up with sure. such good numbers and we've managed to expand in Dubai and Canada. So uh, has there been any shortcomings as such uh, in, in throughout your journey? Yes. So uh, there has to be shortcomings. Otherwise, you know, uh, there cannot be learnings. So 
whatever shortcomings was there we have taken them as you know learnings for us so that we we do not make such you know i won't say mistakes but it will help us to move forward so the shortcomings were in terms of you know uh, at times it happened that we started off in you know doing business 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 so we were not too much uh, you know uh, i would say uh, looking at our receivables from the market or so we were just trying to expand expand and expand and then we saw that there are certain learnings as well in terms of you know we also need to get our receivables correct in order to be have a healthy organization and that was the reason you know and that, and this shubhaki happened in the year 1 itself which helped us to move better in year 2 and year 3 where you know we became a, a pat positive company with around 11% pat positive we are a 19% ebitda positive company so which basically helped us to control our business with a very positive approach right i mean uh, if the uh, learnings or shortcomings that happen in the starting of the journey it makes the longer run very smooth so um, that makes sense um in the starting you mentioned that 70% of the revenue it comes from your third party distribution from different markets uh you've also expanded in dubai canada and indian markets yeah. so uh, how does how different are these different markets and which one do you think is more prof- most profitable Yeah. So as till now, the numbers that I've spoken is only on the India business. We have not included any numbers of the global business as of now. As far as the global business is concerned, uh, what we can see is that, especially in Dubai, uh, again the warehousing business per se, or the warehousing or the transportation both put together, has got a lot of potential. because dubai being the major transshipment hub globally today so there are a lot of requirements for a warehousing there however the warehousing which is there today in dubai or the transportation in there there is already at a level which is quite high if i have to be there in the market i need to be number one competitive i need to have a better you know better understanding of the business better solutions for that now if i talk about canada what happens in canada is that even though it is a it's a western uh, you know part of the of the, the globe however the supply chain bit is not that so progressive till date it is still a laid back you know uh, environment in terms of both transportation and warehousing so the potential that we have is much higher in canada in terms of that they are currently at let's say minus 1 so for me to take them to 1 is easier but in terms of dubai dubai already stands at 5 so for me to take them to 10 or maybe to 6 there is a lot of work that i need to do and i need to keep upgrading myself every moment and also the resources that i would require to have a warehousing or a supply chain setup in dubai is needs to be far far more advanced than being in in canada because in canada it is basically a negative as of now if i see maybe quite few years behind us but in order to take them further it is easier so a basic guy knowing a basic of warehouse management system or a transport management system or has designed a warehouse would be able to be able to achieve better there So these are the two different dynamics of two different markets that we see. Right, 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 right. So um, 
like you mentioned it's been 4 years of your journey till now and it also included the pandemic and the adverse uh situation it had on the economy so uh and how it affected the business sector too so uh how did it affect gtm and was it a boon or did it have its negative effects on your economy too so uh pandemic as i said did not have any adverse effect on our organization because of the fact that you know i sh- i should certainly say it was a blessing in disguise uh, uh in a way that because we were into the supply chain space you are into the e-commerce space during pandemic what we saw or what the other what we learned was that supply chain is really a backbone of any organization e-commerce is what is the talk of the day and that is going to be there because it was only the e-commerce platform what was being used by us to whether order our groceries or any other thing that we wanted so and being into that supply chain space so we, there was no adverse effect rather it has basically helped us to move ahead so if you see our numbers from 2021 2021 22 obviously it has gone up it is just because that we were into the space that is the reason we were able to move ahead maybe had we been in a different space altogether it would have been it would have affected us in that way but it did not and one just small reference in terms of you know we initially started the organization if you still see by the name of 360 degree supply chain management we rechristened our name this year the rather the brand name as the go to market company because we believe that the you know whatever gamut of work that we are doing starting from the business operations to supply chain to marketing so we see that there is an entire piece that we entirely do so that is the reason we rechristened our name as the go to market company and if you see our logo it has got multiple vectors we chose the color blue because of the fact that blue is dependable secondly if you see the vector out of the entire five vectors one is a, is a, is a dark navy blue gray which is basically v that means the go to market company is such which can actually go and fit into any of the vectors here it is up to the customer to choose and what whether you need the entire uh, you know uh, arena of all that you want want to do with you or whatever specific required is what we can also do, offer to you whether it is marketing or on uh, consulting or only transportation warehousing whatever or we do the entire gamut sorry i just uh, skipped out when right right i mean covid did act like a boon to a lot of companies it yes, gave that yes. time that time where the companies was not being directly hit by the economy and also right. it gave the time to grow so yeah. yes and um if you could you know once define it for our audience and break it down for our audience what exactly does gtm gtm do and uh, what kind of niche in the business industry does the company cater to so uh, as i said the niche in the industry would be uh, the sports nutrition uh, space which is very very niche in the country today uh, after pandemic or during pandemic till date what has happened is that the good part is that people have become health conscious now with people becoming health conscious it has helped us to get more business out of it because we are into a space when we would be able to help people get better it is not only about the growing our business earning money 
it is also about giving back something to the society so we are in a position today because we understand this category a bit better than anyone else so we help people to become better in life because with the different kinds of nutraceuticals wellness products with sports nutrition we are able to do this to the society as well so that is one part of it is a niche that we do and obviously into the supply chain space uh, again i'm saying as i told you is that whatever we do the major only word that we use is the social listening part of it because we want to understand you first and then work with you or rather provide a solution it is not just that we are here to only do business and make money it is basically what is that we can give back to society is what we are doing right so that is again great to know um any last message you'd like to leave for our budding entrepreneurs uh well uh, messages like you know uh, so uh, as i said the go to market company uh, you know we are basically an organization uh, which is working for the society uh, and we would want to grow along with everyone it is not only for us and it's the same thing that we said or mentioned as well the organization grows the team grows because we are happy to say that we are able to support 350 families of people working in our society in our organization that's it thing we'd say that was great to know so um this was a conversation with the co-founder of gtm mr somya p we sure did learn a lot from you so and the company's journey and are leaving with great insights thank you so much so it was an honor to have you thank you so much thank you thank so you. much sir. thank you bye bye